Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection between SEC football and culture, and my voice sounds better. No, I did not drink any more tea because tea is disgusting. Uh, What beverages do you have with you this week, Brittany? I just have some rosé. Some rosy? Some rosé. Oh, that's fancy talk. Yes, it is. Um, I'm glad that your voice is better. Hopefully both of our voices stay better because um, we have a lot of talking to you. Okay. Uh, talking about week two, I would assume. Yes. Well, so... I don't know anything else that you wanted to talk about. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't really have anything else going on in my life. So let's just, we can keep with football. You know, if we wanted to talk as much as we, as we can, I see here on the computer that we have disk space remaining for uh, 78 hours and 54 minutes. Okay. So the next four days. That should cover the season. Four right? days, six hours and 54 minutes. I think we should, we can be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. I don't know if that's for like one episode or that's collectively. Gosh, uh, that'd be sure. a crazy long episode. But now it just changed. Now we have 78 hours and 55 minutes. So apparently what we're saying is no substance. So okay. let's go ahead and get started. Yeah. So how'd you feel about this weekend, Ben? Well, I didn't get to watch many games because of course we were on location. Um, That's right. We didn't really do anything while like we were. Oh, like we're making this like we're official as so we like went on an right. official location trip. Right. I was closer to the action than many of the other press and media at Kroger Field in Lexington. You know, they're up there in those fancy seats. Oh, really? I was where, where the peons and the peasants are gotcha. reporting on the action. You know, I always, I never was jealous of the press at football games, but I always was at basketball games. I mean, those seats that the press yeah. get, it's amazing. Yeah, they're right there on the floor. They really are. Yeah. I feel like they don't have to be. You need to start putting the press on the, the field for football games. Yes. And just see what happens. That would be amazing. Just see what happens. So, uh, yes, Ben went to the UK-Missouri game, and he had a terrible time. Well, it was, as a Kentucky fan, more of a relief. It was a fun game if you were a neutral. Alas, I am not a neutral. And uh, really, in any game that I watch, I have a rooting interest usually. Uh, But this one definitely won, and it was a good game. I think both teams uh, appeared to be right around where I think they'll be, eight, nine wins. Mm -hmm. I think they both can reach that mark, and I didn't see anything that proved to me it would be otherwise. So uh, the battle to see if there's another team out there that can be second in the East, um, challenging Florida for what we assume will be the the race in the East. Uh, but no, it was a it was a fun time, a good game, and uh, lots to talk about with it. Yeah, it was it was definitely it was a fun game to watch on the TV in my Airbnb, um, where I watched it. But there's no like resentment. It's fine. No, I didn't really sense any. Like you just <laughs> seem to be like put away in a corner and having to watch it. Uh, it's fine. A... Somebody's got to watch the kids. But um, I, it was very fun to watch as someone who does not have as much stake in that game. Right. And now people are pretty hyped for UK. Well, we will dig into that maybe a bit more. Okay, where do you want to start then? Well, I think we have to start Fayetteville. Actually, can we? Can we say where we want to start? I want to start somewhere else. Where do you want to start? I want to start with my betting odds. Oh, listen. This was an exciting time to be alive. Last week, we started a new segment called Betting with Brittany, in which Brittany learned how to bet. And uh, we picked three games uh, for Brittany to pick the lines on. I want to get it pulled up here just to make sure that we we were right. Mm -hmm. So you picked Pitt 
uh, to cover minus three at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how did that game end up for you? That game, Pitt won 41 to 34. So, so check. Well, got that and one. more of cha-ching, I think, would be oh, appropriate. Cha-ching. There it is. Okay. okay. Uh, w- Georgia had a, a line of 25 and a half points, and you were thinking, well, JT Daniels may not play, did not play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe a, a letdown game after Clemson. I think the smart bet would be to take UAB. Uh, would but, it? But Brittany took Georgia and the points, and what was the final score of that game? A 56 to 7. So if you do the math, did you get the cha-ching? Yeah. Cha-ching. And then, two for two, then we go, of course, Kentucky-Missouri. Kentucky's minus five. And what was the final score? 28-35. I barely got that one. Yes. Cha-ching. But uh, wouldn't you know it, you hit the betting with Brittany parlay. Look at that. Uh, which, uh, that probably, I'm going to have to do the math and simulate how much money you would have won. <gasps> Yes, please do. Uh, to see how that would have worked out. So we'll do that for next time. Okay. Uh, and and when you do your next picks. I mean, do you think people, this is what I'm worried about is the liability here. Do you think people are going, because I'm so good at this, they're going to take my picks and actually make money? Yeah, they might. I think you're going to have to be prepared for that. No, I know. I am. I could be a big deal. I could be like that guy. What's that show? Where he has like a lot of stuff around him and he's shouting at the TV about money. That's, I think, Jim Cramer. Okay, um, maybe. Uh, I forget what the name of his show was, but he, he basically just yells at you about yes. money and stocks. Yes, and so that's that's my next venture. You uh, very well might become a, a big story and a big hit on the betting lines. Just like Jim Cramer, which that's not really betting. So, whatever. Yeah, but that's the vibe that I'm going to start giving off the more, the better and better I get with this. I think so. So, but you looking at actual games, which this one I did not bet on, and I don't know what I would have picked, honestly. Let's start in Fayetteville. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, I thought that Texas, you know, Texas, the old joke with them is that Texas is back. Mm -hmm. Right. And Texas has not been back since Vince Young, 2006. Um, I was surprised because I thought Texas would go in. I I wasn't I thought Texas would win. I wasn't convinced that they would win by a lot. Mm -hmm. But I thought Texas would would win because I was not quite sold on Arkansas being a uh, a enforcer, especially first week struggled with rice and. You know, if if you can't handle the starch, how are you going to handle the protein, right, mm-hmm. with the Longhorns coming in? But they proved that I – mean, you like my food joke, didn't <laughs> yeah. you? It's like you're hanging on to that one. Um, yeah, so. But they proved something else. And the raw emotion of the Arkansas fan base – I'm going to say this. The Arkansas fan base is one of the best in the SEC by far. The passion that they have for Arkansas athletics, and you see it when they're good. We don't see we don't see it enough where their main sports are good. They dominate small sports, mm-hmm. track and field, baseball. They're really good, but we don't see it enough in football and basketball because when they're rocking, man, Fayetteville is not an easy place to play. And it seems like that's how it was this Saturday. I wonder if Texas just was not pre- prepared for that stadium. It was also very cool to see the checker. Did you see? I yeah, don't know if they, they call up. it a checker, mm-hmm. but um, so stripes they had like stripes. Something. Yeah. 
Um, so they everybody's have, wearing, y'all go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So like everybody in each section has different colored shirts, right. in white and what's there? Is it red? Red. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if they had like a fancy crimson or maroon or whatever. Yeah. That they, I, I don't think Arkansas fans would appreciate that you referred to their colors as Alabama and Mississippi State's <laughs> no, colors. No, so. no, no. I don't, I know they're not those colors, but like. Alabama's like, no, no, we're crimson. Right. And it's oh, if they had the wrong. Right. Like if they're like, no, we're cherry red. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, it was very cool looking. Um, like it's just it's still so hard not to like Sam Pittman after this game. Well, I don't know if anyone's trying to not like Sam Pittman. I know. Like who is like I just this is another one of those things that I want to say that I have been a Sam Pittman like of course, he came from Georgia. Die hard, line not coach. die hard. That's a little intense. Yeah. Um. But yes, he like his statements after the game. You know, he's like, I think someone someone said like, well, I bet you're happy now, or like, I bet it's 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 fun now, or something like that. And he's like, what? It's always been fun. Like, I'm coaching at the University of Arkansas. Like, this is the best place ever. Like, I mean, he just fits in so well. It's great and, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he just he's so great there, and he's so positive. Like all the time. He's not a grumpy coach. Well, I bet you can ask his staff and players. Right. Sure this to the media. To the media. To the media. Yeah. He always, he, or he so far has given off a very positive um, vibe, which is, it's nice. So yeah, they stormed the field. There's also yeah. this video. Did you see the video? I wonder if it was like the AD. I think it was probably the AD at Arkansas was like, talking to the um sheriff or whatever the sheriff of arkansas (laughs) listen if there's an elected official that i want on my side it is the sheriff of arkansas (laughs) who are the guys in the hats and the uniforms they're like state troopers okay state troopers that's the sheriff of arkansas The state. Trooper. I think that should be Sam Pittman. Actually, that should be his role. Maybe now. that's who he actually yeah. is. Okay, he's talking to one of the state patrol people, officers. They're called state troopers. I'm so sorry. I mean, I, just... I don't know if they have a fancy name in Arkansas. Maybe they're boss hogs or something. I'm not sure, but I don't the guys know who guard the field, they're in the uniform with a really nice brimmed hat. Yes, state um, troopers. You can just call them by their name. This is not hard. Okay, I'm sorry. State troopers. There it is. Um, he was talking to one of them, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, he's like, I want you to just let let the crowd come. They're gonna storm the field. Yeah, let's just let it happen, so people don't get hurt. We'll take the fine. This is so cool for them. And it was yeah. like the way he talked about it was really neat. And so. it's it's ten years. I I it part of me looks at this and says that this is exercising the ghost that existed ever since Bobby Petrino's motorcycle wreck mm. right i mean this is arkansas for the first time because the brett bielma era never really had a moment like this right chad morris barely had any wins mm-hmm. so now you get this moment after such a positive year last year mm-hmm. uh, because no one expected any wins it won three games um and then to start the way that they have my goodness. I mean, the sky's the limit for Arkansas. And the greater point we'll get to is the SEC West is just ridiculous. Yes. Like, this is 2014 all over again, I think. Yeah, it feels like that. No, it really does. So, um, I, I think that, again, that game was, for that state, arguably the biggest moment. I'm going to say this. You ready for a, a real hot take mm-hmm. here? That's the biggest moment for that state since Arkansas won a national championship in basketball. 
1994. Oh, man. That's the biggest athletic moment. Because of the context, we're playing Texas. Texas is coming. Arkansas has been bad. And the way that they won up 33-7 to at one point, it's the biggest moment for Arkansas athletics since uh, 1994. It was very dominating. I kept flipping over to that one between the Kentucky game right. and, and that one. And it was like there was never a point where we were wondering if Texas was going to come back. Right. Or we're going to show up right. even. Yeah. I don't know. Like, how do you feel as a Texas fan? Well, that's the thing is that you're coming into this. Yeah. And, and, like, and this is the least of this these. This is the, like, exactly. Like, you're, and you're not, well, we'll see how they redesign the, the divisions because we're expecting that but they're not going to be in a division with vandy in south carolina right they're going to have to be with you know oklahoma and a&m and you're like well maybe we can get arkansas we can beat them well good luck with that Mm -hmm. right so i I think texas will improve as a program in the sec um from where they are in the big 12 right now because i think they haven't really had to try Mm -hmm. uh because they've raking they're raking in the the income with the longhorn network and i think that's a program that's basically in comatose because they, they just, like, they can show up and seven to eight wins and still make bukus of money. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's a drive there, but I think the SEC, they're going to get more of a drive. And maybe this game is actually, for Texas's program, the best thing that could have happened. And they're going to be fine, I think, with Sarkeesian. It's going to take them some time to get things rolling, but I, I think they're going to be fine long term. But, man, not a good look uh, when you're, you know, thinking after week one, beating Louisiana like they did, that they're going somewhere. So big win, big win for Arkansas. And I know you're a fan of power rankings, right? I've just learned what power rankings yes. were. Uh, that was a joke for you to kind of make fun of power rankings because yeah, you're, I think you're they're not very, a huge fan. Well, I think they're just like egotistical. Okay. So, so. I was going to ask you to, to put Arkansas in your power rankings. And Arkansas would be first, right, in your power rankings. After. My, my love power rankings, like of like... What, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, <laughs> I'm miming it. Too much. I don't know. You're like holding your heart. And yes, like, like the, the like warm and fuzzy power rankings. Like, oh, oh, yay. We need to give this time, but we need for you to, to come out with your warm and fuzzy power rankings. Okay. Uh, okay. On another episode, your top five warm and fuzzies. All right. That won't be biased at all. No, not at all. Um. So, yeah. Another thing I saw... Um. Twitter is uh, someone referred to Texas as Orange Vandy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Oh, that was pretty good. That's good. Welcome to the family, Texas. That's right. All right. So another big game with an interesting result and could have been a catastrophic moment for their season was Texas A&M winning 10 to 7. Yeah. What is Colorado. up? So they were in Boulder. They were in Denver. Denver. Yeah. That, where the Broncos play. Is that where the Broncos, is that where University of Colorado is? No, it's is? in Boulder. Okay. I was yeah, right. You had that right. Okay. So they're in Denver. They traveled to Denver and tell me about this game because yeah. this was not what I was expecting. Not much happened. Uh, Haynes King, the quarterback for Texas A&M got hurt. It's unfortunate because some people have been kind of saying Haynes King's got some Johnny Manziel vibes. Well, this does not help that cause. And uh, I I really think that uh, looking at the injury reports today, it looks like he's maybe out for about four or five weeks. He had a minor surgery. Um, so Texas A&M's backup came in and it was a struggle. Yeah, I, he was, you know, like there was that whole quarterback um you know, who's going to be, is it going to be Haynes King? Like, who's going to be their quarterback next year? Like, what is it called? Quarterback. Competition? Yeah, competition, sure. 
I'm sorry, my words. Controversy. Controversy. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, which we will talk about that with other games as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, is it Haynes King or is it this other guy that I don't even remember his name? And um, it seems to be with this when this other guy came in, they do not look the same. Well, I mean, there's a reason someone's the backup, right? Right. I mean, not, not yeah, many. Yeah, but, you know, other court quarterback controversies florida well, that's well that quarterback that, yeah, I mean, well, that we'll get to him in a right that's that, yeah. that uh, we'll exercise guy. our second amendment rights with him um but that was a good joke and i don't know if you get it yet but is it the right to bear arms no i'll tell it later okay um so what anyway, is the second amendment okay we'll talk about it yeah, later. Well, I'll, it'll make sense later okay and it'll, it'll be fun uh but no a&m scored with a touchdown the last two or three minutes of the game uh, credit them for getting out of here with a win. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the elevation, you've made a big deal out of that. I was like, man, I don't know about all that. Maybe it was a factor. Uh, who's to say? But Maybe the backup didn't expect to go in, and so he did have some alcoholic beverages, and it made him a little Are loopy. you accusing the Texas A&M <laughs> quarterback? We need to get his name. Like, look. I know, name. I know. That, that's great. But th- are you accusing him of uh, underage drinking? <laughs> he might be of age. I don't think he is. Okay, then never mind. I would never, ever accuse anybody of that. Okay, well, just to, to keep that straight. Yes. I, it's not a great look, again, for A&M, because here's the thing. Uh, what's his name? Zach Calzada. That's it. Uh, you are in a position now where people have kind of said, okay, A&M's definitely second in the West. And if not, there's LSU. Well, you're kind of looking at A&M and LSU being sixth and seventh right now in mm-hmm. the West because the Mississippis are on fire. Mm-hmm. Arkansas is lighting the world up. And Auburn scored just scored another touchdown uh, yeah, while we were talking. Right. So, uh, it, you know, it's going to be interesting to, to see how A&M goes forward. Uh, defense looks good, but their offense, this it, it's not been the strong point of the Jimbo Fisher teams. And uh, they're going to have to figure that out and fast because, um, you know, it, it may be a difficult road for A&M to come. That's right. So, um, you know, I, I, if you remember, I have A&M going quite far and doing quite well. Yes, you do. Well, so, I do too. I have them, uh, I think, uh, 10 and 2. So, yeah. So, uh, we'll I mean. See, again, we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. Uh, a couple other the major uh, games of note. Uh, Pittsburgh beat Tennessee 41-34. Um, Tennessee's got a quarterback issues to put yes. in Hendon Hooker. Uh, the quarterback uh, transfer from Virginia Tech played well. Joe Milton, uh, who was the quarterback transfer from Michigan, uh, can throw the ball a long way. I'm going to start calling him Uncle Rico because he can mm. throw the ball out of Neyland Stadium, basically. But he's got no touch. Okay. And uh, that offense for Josh Heupel needs touch. Pittsburgh scored 27 points in the second quarter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, their defense kind of fell apart. Yeah. Tennessee. Yes. And uh, it's a tough loss. But I think I, I read, too, oh, I think this was the team, that they had, like, three of their offensive injury. They had three big injuries during that game, Tennessee. too. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I think it's just indicative that this is going to be a, a very uneven season. Uh, I think, again, the goal is six wins. I think they can get there uh, for sure. But you're going to have to to really take advantage of these close games and have a good balance because there's, you know, they play Georgia, they play Alabama, they play Ole Miss. You know, I don't think they're necessarily getting close in any of those games. So the mm-hmm. close games, Tennessee's got to figure out a way to – to pull some of them out, they want to get to six wins. Mm-hmm. Speaking of close games, 
South Carolina. Yeah, so the Pirates of East Carolina looked good early. They did. Um, Actually, I didn't watch that game, so I don't know. I didn't either. Oh, okay. uh, so, <laughs> but they did. They got off to a big lead. Uh, but credit South Carolina. Shane Beamer, your boy. That's right. He was very excited after the game. Shane Beamer or Sam Pittman? <gasps> don't make me choose i just did oh my gosh sam Pittman. yeah i'm riding his high with him beamer's got this good energy that again carried over from media days and this is a big win they hit the the, the field goal at the buzzer to win 20 to 17 uh two and oh uh yeah. so really as good as you could have hoped for if you're south carolina i think that's like the best start of a new coach ever or something like crazy that it shouldn't be that low. At South Carolina, yeah. two of those the best. <laughs> yeah, it should be like, it's something that shouldn't be that impressive, but for them it is. Yeah. So, yay. Well, good for them. Uh, they play Georgia next weekend. Mm -hmm. so we'll see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, just uh, briefly, <laughs> two other games of note. Uh, Mississippi State uh, beat uh, NC State 24 to 10. Um, good win for Mississippi State. Again, showing the West has a lot of strength. NC State's a good team. Uh, probably top upper uh, echelon of the ACC. Mississippi State handled them pretty easily. Uh, so that's an impressive win. Yeah. Uh, Did you um, hear this uh, Mike Leach quote? You ready for a pirate quote? Well, let me see it. Pirate yeah. quote time. I feel like we should have like a little. We don't. We don't have you to. You can cut that. Um, okay. It's a, he said, quarterbacks are like dogs. If you throw them a treat, then they respond. They get smiles on their face. They wag their, their tails wag. Pretty soon they'll be a little more affectionate towards you as far as throwing the ball your direction. Malik needs to keep up, keep giving little treats so he can condition Rogers to throw the ball his direction a little more often. I love everything about that. <laughs> so I weird. It. I love everything about that. And like we could really sit here and really break that down, but I think we should just let it go and let it fly. <laughs> That's just the beginning. Quarterbacks are like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but Mississippi State got a win, a good win. I think we talked about how that game could have been kind of dicey, and it wasn't, so that's um, good. And then, of course, Kentucky uh, winning 35-28 to over Missouri. Um, a game that Kentucky should have won by more points. Uh, fumbled twice going into the end zone. Mm -hmm. uh, recovered one of them, but lost the other. Um, you know, I think it, it showed that again, like I said at the beginning, that both teams have a lot of promise in the East. I think both teams will handle the Tennessee, South Carolina, Vandy trio. Mm -hmm. Uh, so now it comes down to how do you, how do you take on Florida? Mm -hmm. Uh, both of them have Florida at home. Mm -hmm. So that's, and Missouri's is light in the year. So you never know snow or something like that. Uh, and then you've got your, your rotational games uh, in the West where Kentucky will play Mississippi State and LSU. And Missouri's got Arkansas and Texas A&M. So I, I think there's some really potential for both of those teams to, again, get up to eight or nine wins. Um, so you feel like this fight is not over of who's going to be competing no, I, with Florida. No, I don't think so. I think I'll, because that was a lot of it is whoever wins right. this. I, I don't, and I think obviously now Kentucky is a game ahead of Missouri and has the tiebreaker, so it's in essence a two game lead mm -hmm. uh, in that division. But I don't think it's a, it's a sure thing. Mm -hmm. I mean that Missouri is going to finish below Kentucky in the standings. Connor Basilak, who's the quarterback for Missouri, is pretty good, and Missouri, mm -hmm. the way they like to play is they just do a lot of short passes. It's kind of like what Mississippi State does, where they, they their running game is their passing game. Okay. Like they'll try to to spread you out and kind of 
weigh the matchups and see where the, the defenders are and go for the unbalanced side. And Kentucky really didn't do a good job at shutting that down, uh, mm-hmm. that short passing game to the, uh, to the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missouri didn't try to run up the middle uh, at all. So I don't know. We'll see how uh, Missouri grows as the year goes on. Again, Kentucky is in good position now to they can take care of business against South Carolina. We'll be undefeated. Uh, granted, if they beat Chattanooga this this Saturday, uh, we'll be undefeated for Florida at the beginning of October. So it'll well, be that, interesting. That will be interesting. You know, I've even heard people say that Kentucky Georgia is going to be rather interesting this year oh it's always rather interesting the osborne house i have to say Uh, yeah we'll get to that when we come to that yeah kentucky scored a total of three points against georgia the last two years so we'll uh (laughs) we'll see how that develops and yet who is more emotional about that game oh i if it's a football it's i'm always the most emotional that's always no okay let me rephrase that who is most emotional going into that game oh it's definitely you yes because you have everything to lose yes like i have have nothing you remind me of that exactly and i just start giggling because i well we'll enjoy the week before that game yes i never this is my least favorite week of our marriage yeah that that's definitely true uh big wins what's that we're not not yet. yet no we're not uh big wins just to close out here big wins for auburn auburn's not played anybody yet they won 62 to nothing they beat alabama state Listen, um, I have a lot of feelings about this. They haven't played anybody yet. I think they're good. I think they're good. That's what everybody you, says. I think Georgia fans need to be afraid. Oh my gosh, this makes me so mad. I'm scared. I think this might be. I think they have not played anybody, listen. and their coach is like dancing in the um the locker room. Which honestly, I'm glad to see him like loosen up a little bit. I was worried about the potential. Yeah, I didn't man. know about the personality there. Right, but he looked <laughs> like he was. Um, everybody enjoyed his his jig. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I'm, I am ready for them to find, to meet somebody who can, we can see if they're good or not. Well, they have it this weekend. Uh, they're headed to Penn State. We'll talk about that on, on Thursday, Friday. Let me ask you something that's kind of related to this okay. as um, Auburn gets all the hype and I feel like they have not played anybody. Um, are you upset that UK is not ranked? Um, it's a, it's a little annoying because you get teams that are in the rankings that have lost already Mm -hmm. and lost to unranked teams. Mm -hmm. So it's like, mm, you know, and and a lot of it is obviously it's name recognition Mm -hmm. and I can't, I don't have a problem with Auburn being ranked because Auburn had a better year last year than Kentucky. So theoretically they're kind of positioned in a, in a position to go into the rankings first. Mm Um, I think Ole Miss gets, a little bit more hype and attention because of Lane Kiffin. Yeah. And I think Mark Stoops is not very, it's Kentucky does not run a sexy program. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not what Kentucky does, but the rankings do matter. Like some people will be like, rankings don't matter, right? They're, they're irrelevant. Well, no rankings well, they do in the playoffs. Well, now. That, well, and that's a separate, but even like the AP and the coaches, they fuel perception. Mm. So like, there's no way for us to objectively know who is exactly I mean, we know Alabama's the best team, and we probably know Georgia's second. Mm-hmm. But after that, you know, if I look at all the teams across the country right now and see the resumes, Iowa has the best two wins. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't they be number one? Right? right? I mean, they beat Indiana, who I think wasn't as good coming back last year, but had a great year last year. 
And Iowa went into Iowa State and won big on the road. Now, Iowa State was ranked higher, I think, than... So, like, our whole perception of well, how good is that win is based on a system that isn't objectively fair. Yeah. But welcome to college football. Right. Where nothing makes sense, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, that's where these the, the rankings are just an imperfect science, but they do fuel perception. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, who's to say Kentucky is not one of the top 25 teams in the country? Right. And I don't think, I don't think anybody has a good argument against that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how would you argue against that? And then how would you argue for it? I mean, it, it just goes on from there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. I I, I feel like um, I can see how a lot of UK people are frustrated, though. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, the thing is, is that if you beat if you beat Chattanooga and they beat South Carolina on the road, the odds say that enough teams will drop out and have a loss in two weeks and maybe you peep in there for Florida mm-hmm. uh, for that game. You beat Florida and you go 5-0, and you're definitely ranked. Right. right? And right. then maybe you beat LSU and then you're 6-0 and going to Athens and then you're, you know, top 15 in the country. But, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I think for Auburn, back to Auburn quick, quickly, if they win this weekend, I think this may be a G- Auburn Jesus year. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we need to be on alert, right? Yeah. We need to be watching the, the horizons for the return of Auburn Jesus because Auburn Jesus it year. is the, the glory of the heavens. I mean, look at what they've done so far. They scored 122 points. That's crazy. Weeks. Like uh, that is <laughs> is evidence of or is one it of too those much? magical Or years. is it just too much? It's like doth protest too much. It's like, are you, are you real? What are you trying to say? Well, here's what I'm trying to say. Auburn has the number one, offense in the country and the number one defense in the country right now so what i'm saying is that nobody's right. nobody's talking about auburn you know right what now. a and nice narrative is is if arkansas does well you know what's not you, a fun <laughs> narrative is if auburn i think does this is well. our i think this is our subplot for the rest of the season Gosh. is that we are nobody on, on likes, team auburn versus team arkansas nobody likes a good auburn it's just really annoying oh, no it's really hilarious because Gosh. you know they're gonna pull it all out of their butt and it's gonna be great you know what I game they're gonna pull that too well that's your words not mine uh speaking of pulling things out of their butt uh no that wouldn't really apply to georgia because there was nothing to pull out because they just they just whooped up on uab you got the points stetson bennett i just stick with him jt daniels keep him on the bench right you know this stresses me out so much because it's what we did all last year is this guy no this guy no this guy and i just want a guy right i just want one guy to lead our team let me make it easy for you okay jt daniels is the starting quarterback i know but he's (laughs) like he has some mysterious shoulder injury that they're like he can play, but he should rest, yeah. but we don't know. And well, it's... listen, he didn't have to play for the next two weeks. South Carolina and Vanderbilt the next two weeks, I think yeah, Georgia's going to be fine. That's probably true. Uh, LSU, uh, maybe it was Coach O taking it easy on his son, Chad. I feel like that is a name for – is it Chad? I think it's Chad. Yeah, I think it's Chad. That's a great name for Coach O's son. Let's, Why? It just fits, right? <laughs> it's just like Chad, you know. Chad. Um, but 34 to 7, there's not a lot of happy people in Baton Rouge right now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to we're gonna see in the next couple of weeks. Um, Would you say Coach O's on the hot seat? I think that it's it's certainly mm-hmm. a, a, war, a seat warmers in the – in, in your at, grandmother's car at, are getting warmed up. And we're getting ready to get that up. Let me look at Brittany's uh, pre, preseason predictions there. Uh, oh, oh, what did oh. you say? I have Coach Owen Hotsey. Oh, well, aren't you special? 
I know. I'm trying to find anything. Well, that hot seat can go off at any point. USC fired their coach today. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's two games. Well, yeah. Not, I mean, it's, I feel like he was gone before the season. They are just waiting. You know who they're going to hire? Who? Lane Kiffin. He's not going back there. <laughs> I'm just joking. Coach O could go. He, went, he was there. Yeah, he's not going to go there. I'm trying to think the SEC coach would be most likely to go. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, who um, Yeah. So, the other game that we want to talk about, at least I want to talk about, was the Florida. They played. Oh, yeah. I didn't even write Florida down. Yeah. yeah. So, they played yeah. Florida. What? South Florida. South Florida. I put Florida State. That's right. So. No, they had their own troubles. I don't know if you saw. I did. I saw everybody's like, oh, my gosh. It's so bad. And did you see that, that one of the Florida State linemen proposed to his girlfriend on the field after that game? Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts there? Yeah. Who were they playing? Jacksonville State. Right. So, they're playing Jacksonville State yeah. and got beat bad and they're florida state no, they didn't get be bad it was a hail mary at the end of the game okay well they got beat and it was bad that's what i mean <laughs> that, that's exactly what you mean. um and yeah and then you have this picture of all of the jacksonville state people story the field and this like linebacker proposing yeah. to his girlfriend it's tough it's it's no, sad oh it's sweet is it oh yes. listen you and i are richer for poorer this is clearly a tough moment I mean, and yet she next stays week. with him like, wait till like the next home game be like mm, he definitely this picked time. this game because it was the, probably the worst team they were playing. Oh, You're like, geez. this is going to be an easy one. But. Well, ha- ha- happy wishes for their marriage. Have you seen the gif of the cheerleaders? Yeah. <laughs> and I kept wondering what it was, and I thought maybe it was because their uniforms were so ugly. No, it's totally their and faces. it was their faces. It was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, Florida won easily. South Florida is trash. Yeah, that's um, what I heard. Florida has a little quarterback controversy. They do. So tell me about it, or I can tell you about it, whichever one. Oh, well, why don't you start? Okay, so Emory Jones. I need your help with this a little bit. So he's been like quarterback in waiting, right? We talk about coach in waiting, right? So this is quarterback in waiting. Who was their quarterback? Oh, because they had the Kyles. Yeah, Yeah. they had the Kyles who were awesome last year. Yeah. Um, So now it's Emory Jones' time to shine. Right. But who comes up? Uh, Is this his first year? I don't know. Or is he? I'm not he sure where he's last been year. from, but he's come down like a meteor from space. Good lord! So his name is Anthony Richardson, yes. but his nickname is AR-15. Second Amendment. Ah, there you See, go. See, that was a good okay. one. Yeah, yes, we would have gotten there. You think of the is moment. his number 15? It is. Oh, that's just beautiful poetry you know, the, right there. The, the oh, sim- the I love it. Um, I love that. I don't think I'm going to love him as a Georgia fan. You are not going to like him. Um, I've, people say he looks like Cam Newton. That's what they're saying. Uh, people say that he just pops in these games and he is terrifying. That is what it is. Um, and that Emory should be really wondering um, what Coach Mullins is going to do. That is what people are saying. Now, he did get hurt. Richardson did get hurt. Uh, tweaked his hamstring mm-hmm. running in a touchdown. Uh but uh, well, so we'll see how how that affects him. Of course, they got kind of a big game coming up this weekend, mm-hmm. and I would really love to see him play against Nick Saban's yes. defense. That would be awesome to watch, yeah. and then also terrifying knowing that he'll play a little bit more. I have not watched Florida closely. Mm-hmm. I've only seen a couple highlights of this kid, but he is there's the Cam Newton vibe is there. I heard that he's also got maybe the Mullen connection is Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. um, but of course. Not the... Didn't Dan Mullen also have Cam Newton? Was he? A... Yes, at Florida for yeah. a year. But there's been another quarterback wearing number 15 at, at Florida a, a time or two ago. Oh, yeah. That also uh, TB 15. That, that's right. So I don't know. It's a fascinating subplot because I think people had just kind of seeded 
for Florida, like, well, they're second best. Mm-hmm. But let's say that they get rolling and Richardson takes over AR-15 against the Georgia defense at the Jacksonville. Co- right, at cocktail party, yeah, which something, is like the Auburn game. You never know. That's something that's going to be fun. A couple other results. Uh, Alabama did not look great, uh, but they still won by 34 against Mercer. Um Shout out to our friend Justin, friend of the show, uh, Mercer <laughs> alumni. Uh, he was very excited that Mercer hung in there. He's um, the only one to pick Mercer that in is, our pickup. <laughs> that is right. That is right. Uh, and, of course, Ole Miss beat Austin Let's Go P 54-17. But I think we should close it out by giving a shout out to our Vanderbilt Commodores. Yes. Vandy, after taking it on the chin against ETSU, went out to uh, Colorado Springs and got that dub against the Rams, uh, 24-21 against Colorado State, a game that I just assumed that Vandy lost and learned like late Sunday night that they actually won. (laughs) So um, great win for Vanderbilt, Clark Lee. That's an awesome win. It is. They ended an 11-game losing streak. Yes, that's so great. They needed this. That's so great. Uh, And and very, very proud to see that. They play Stanford this coming week in Nashville. Stanford just fired the USC's head coach basically so that's gonna be a tough one but boy if Vandy can start two and one mm-hmm. it's gonna be really cool mm-hmm. uh and I can say that because I do not view Vandy as a threat at all. <laughs> right. so we can fully cheer uh Vandy on but uh they uh great win for Vanderbilt that's right so that is our week two review um we've only had one conference game so far uh which is Kentucky Missouri but we're excited to get more this coming week, and we're going to talk all about it on our preview episode, which will come into your feed sometime on Friday. Um, sorry that we got this uh, day late. Uh, we had a big travel day yesterday coming back from Lexington, so uh, we got this one to you a day later than usual, but hope you enjoyed our commentary and thoughts. Any last thoughts from Brittany? Um, I think that this podcast is like a dog. Okay. That if you keep coming back, you will get special treats. And what are those special treats? That is um, warm feelings and power rankings. Oh, we've got Brittany's warm and fuzzy rankings coming. Are we going to do that for next week? I don't know. We'll see. I don't really like power rankings. Well, no, we're not doing power rankings. We're doing warm and fuzzy rankings. (laughs) So we're going to do betting with Brittany again. And then we got to get Brittany's warm and fuzzy power rankings uh on thursday or maybe for next week yeah we'll I might, see. Might do that we might week. do that as a feature of our uh, review episodes yeah, we'll see. We'll so see. we'll see how it goes but it was fun good times y'all be good i'm ben i'm Brittany, and this has been you me and the sec bye Thank you.